This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Today, I have Trista Sutter with me. We're live from Tahoe, by the way. So we're doing (laughs) podcasts together in person in the same room for the first time in a long time. And we're going to be recording recording lol recapping <laughs> this episode um four of the bachelorette together yes i'm so excited to do it with you trista i always Me love your too. feedback oh you're you sweet. and i we get screeners you know yeah and you had watched Day Before Me. Yeah. And we were kind of talking about the episode and like you said like what to expect and stuff in our yeah. car ride yesterday <clears throat> from the airport to the hotel. And you're like, there's like something I'm not sure I really like want to dive deep into, but like I'm definitely feeling it. And then I watched the episode and I felt the exact (laughs) same way. What we're talking about here is I think what we'll concentrate on in this episode. And that is just the fact that there's a lot of Rachel feeling defeated. Yeah. And that I understand. Right. But it was a little overboard. Yeah. Yeah. We'll dive into that when we get there, but we do like to go in chronological order here. Perfect. So let's start with <laughs> the morning after <laughs> last rose ceremony. There's only one thing to say. What, what are you, are you going to read? Read my mind here. Trisha. Okay. So wait, read my mind. so remind me morning after is Hayden and meat. Oh, well meatball. Meatball. That's it. That's I it. Mean, that's it. Oh my God. <laughs> What blaring like my my quite my, I was just like okay meatballs here meatballs here meatballs here we're not addressing that meatball is here right and he just addresses it and says she gave him a second chance totally they left us on a cliffhanger a little bit okay yeah they showed their conversation and she was like dude come on you yeah. basically said you wanted to daddy and now you're saying we need more time together yeah. it would have been hilarious conversation to see like how she actually dealt with it right. How do they not show it? Please I don't know. Release the video online, guys. Put it on there Twitter. There has put to it be on something. We need this bonus footage. Yeah. It shouldn't have been bonus footage. No. 
it should have been included. That was kind of a big deal. A really a big deal. Yeah. I know. I 100% agree. Rose. He denied her rose. I do. I do give him credit that afterwards, it's kind of like it a Jason like a Mesnick joke, thing. Though. Didn't it seem like a joke when he was like the whole, like, yeah. dance, the music. Yes. And, like, just the way. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is like a funny thing that's supposed to be in the credit bay. Right. Bay. Totally. You're right. You're right. But, but I do. What I want to say is it was kind of like a Mesnick thing realizing after he gave Melissa the rose that he wanted to be with Molly and meatball realizing that he denied her rose and then he was regretting it. He just wanted to stick around. He did. Yeah. No, I know. I would have been like, so, um, I know you're not getting Gabby's (laughs) rose. You are obviously coming back to me because you want to stick around. Prove yourself to me. Like, right. And I think, as we see later, which, you know, we'll go in chronological order, but I do think that there's a role for him. It's probably not with Rachel in the end, but there's a role for him. (laughs) Yeah, probably. He's actually quite fun to watch. Yeah. He's pretty endearing. Yeah. Agreed. All right. The other big thing that comes out with the next morning is that Hayden Mm. is saying pretty crappy things. He's saying on film, like, does he even (laughs) freaking realize he's part of a television show? What a dumbass. I know. So he says things like, I don't see how any of these guys can see themselves marrying one of them. And then he's apparently says something about boobies and how um, his ex-girlfriend has a better rack than these girls. Well, and also, and I don't know. First of all, these girls got nice boobies. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan, literally, we were watching the episode and Ryan rarely watches, but he was watching with me (laughs) and he was like, I don't know how that guy is actually like looking her in the eye. (laughs) I know. I know. Yes. Talk about boobies. But I will say that um, Hayden did say something about my ex, like neither of these, I don't know if it compared was bitches to compared to bitches, like they said these bitches and yes. like compared to, I don't know. We're not like formulating the sentences properly, right. but those are the phrases. Uh, let's see. He is frustrating and he to me. also said something like Gabby used the word rough around the edges to describe herself, but then I say it to her and she's not okay with it. It's a little, di- it's kind of like, um, when girls call each other bitches. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like if we said, if we said these bitches, it's like an endearing thing. Totally. I say these bitches all the time in reference to right. my friend. Right. Yeah. Yes. We can call each other bitches. Yeah. You cannot. Yeah. This bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, not okay. When a, yeah, a, no, a no. boyfriend, a potential love match calls you a bitch. Yeah. Not okay. Not, not okay. For all those guys listening out there, don't ever use the word. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we see that Jason and Tino get picked out of the crowd to do the one-on-one dates in Paris. What I'm assuming happens here because it's because like they get separated is yes. the other guys are staying back, right? You know how usually they say, "And go pack your bags because an hour you're hitting the airplane and going <laughs> to France." That never happens, no. guys. We always tell you this. It like usually has a day over in like an LAX airport. You barely ever go on exactly. the plane when they say you're going on the plane. Right. Uh, so these guys are going to hang back and I'm assuming that Jason and Tino get to fly solo, which is probably really nice and relaxing for them. Just really to get, like, a break nice. From it all. Although I did kind of have a little thought. I wonder if they're missing like the hangout with the guys because it is fun. Yeah. The travel days are fun. Oh, the travel days are fun. Yeah. They'll experience it <laughs> apparently on a cruise ship. I know that I'm a huge uh, cruiser. Yeah, huge you cruiser. are. I've okay, been so on I am 18 too. cruises. What? Yes. They're all royal. They're all royal Caribbean except for one princess that I went on seventh grade. We did not like princess. Princess will okay, never sponsor stop. me, I guess. But. <laughs> okay. Because princess, we yeah. um, are actually godparents to the Ruby princess. Oh my gosh. How horrible <laughs> of me to say. Listen, it was, it was 1990. It was, it was 2000. Yeah. And we just, no, we, I had, we had gone on Royal Caribbean and then we tried out princess and we we're like, not, you know what? You doesn't could try compare. it again because they do I have can. beautiful cruise ships. And we actually got to christen the cruise that ship. Is like super we are, cool. we are godparents that of the cruise ship. Which so is cool. So, so like, do you have a plaque, like a little picture in the lobby? We do. We are. Stop. <laughs> that is so awesome. People will write me all the time and say, Oh, I'm on your cruise ship. How funny is that? I mean, and we get like uh, notifications when it's their, the Ruby princess's birthday. <laughs> all right. Attention, Ruby Princess. Let's do a bachelor cruise and oh my uh, gosh, try to right. win me over for my seventh grade. My seventh grade, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, what was the word? Debacle. Yeah, my seventh grade debacle. I <laughs> I was a ridiculous. You want to know how ridiculous I was? Okay. I walked into the dining room okay. as a twelve year old. Okay. Twelve or thirteen, and I go. Um, I started crying because it wasn't grand enough com- in comparison oh. to the Royal Caribbean dining room. This from the girl who named her son Dawson after Jack Dawson. Like I have right. something about romance upon the high seas. Okay. You sure do. I love grandiose <laughs> high romance. Yeah. This cruise ship thing is so up my alley. And if it's not up yours, then you got to go cruise more. Jared doesn't like cruises. Okay. I can go on. Yeah. And on. We could, we could go, uh, go on, on and on. That's all. But good. yes, Jason and Tina are flying to Paris for their one-on-ones. And I'm super excited that these two were selected for the, the Paris dates. They were great choices for this. I loved the connection between both of them. Yeah. I, and I think that's what we pull into the the next um, breakdown with Rachel is that she had such a great I date like, with Tino. Tino. Chill the hell out. The whole episode. <laughs> Tino yes. is sexy. He's your yeah. guy. Like, don't worry connection. about these other fools. Right? Yeah. Like, you could just leave with him like Claire did. Like, just I leave. Know. You guys are amazing together. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm, and same thing with Jason and Gabby. Oh I just... Gosh, Jason and Gabby, so cute. So cute. And he... He's my he's, favorite he, of all of her guys now. I know. Me too. Yeah. And maybe because he reminds me of Ryan. You know, Ryan's very reserved and mm-hmm. introverted, similar to Jason. Jason, right. Yeah. yeah. Similar to Jason. And I, I love that he actually opened up about therapy and yeah. they could connect about that. I I thought it was really deep. I thought it it had sparks, chemistry, all the things. It was great. There was such a good foundation. Yes. There. I right. love that. And I didn't even know his name before now. Same. <laughs> Same. And now he's my like favorite <laughs> of her group. Yeah, I do love him. The one thing with Tino is he's also quite reserved. Yeah. I feel their chemistry a lot. I like there's there's great romance there. Yes. But I don't I need to know him more. Yeah. I want to know his personality. Yeah. More. No, I I want to know more about him. He's definitely like that dashing. He's just that guy from like this cast. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He's the one that stands out as like, ah. You're the one that everyone, like, you're just the one. Yeah. On night one, you stand out. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And, he, and he still does. Yes. Okay. So Gabby jokes that she's, like, in love, which is cute, because it was before Jason and her even, like, were kissing and stuff. It was before they were even their hard conversation. So cute. Um, it's cute that the girls had that little reconvening Yes, moment. I thought that was really You want to go to the bathroom? <laughs> Super cute. I love that they have each other. I will say... This season, I have been a little disappointed, and we can get into that. We get into it. We'll get into it, but um, I will say that the fact that they have each each other, I really do love that. It's really nice. Yeah. And it's so genuine. Yeah, agreed. Well, let's get into it now. Yeah. Because we're kind of getting into that territory. Yeah, okay. So I just feel like from, yes, was I years and years and years and years and years ago? We don't even have to count how many years. Um, things have changed, clearly, in production, in structure, and all of that. Well, you were saying yesterday that you aren't a fan of the fact that they're, like, kind of winging it. Yeah. And they're letting the girls decide yes. the format. It does not make any sense to me why Jesse will walk in and be like, well, it's up to you. I'm like, uh, no, it shouldn't be up to them. They should be given, like, the the you want them scaffolding to- if you will uh-huh. you know like the structure of it and then they can play with whatever but i just feel like it's so messy i don't like how messy it is and how like everything's up in the air i feel like i don't know if it should have been from the get go there should have been a group for gabby and a group for rachel i don't know that that would have worked but i do feel like there should be more structure or format i feel like that could have worked but I don't know how they do it. The thing would be here. Actually, this would be super interesting, but something that they would never do. Have the girls part of casting. Be in the right. casting room with True. the producers. Yes. And be like, I want him casted for me. I want Great him casted idea. for me. People would have loved that. Right. Because who doesn't love, you know, I watch So You Think You Can Dance. I don't yeah. know if you watch that show. Yeah. Uh, the the this part of the show that I love the most is the casting, is the audition part of it. Mm-hmm. They need to pull that into the next season. <gasps> we're on to something. <laughs> we're so on to something. That would have been incredible. Yes. And it would have given the proper structure throughout the entire yes. time. And there wouldn't have been any like, 
I'm rejected, I'm rejected, right. except I suppose if you really think about it, those guys could have been like, I'm in the same room as Gabby now, and all of a sudden I want to be with Gabby. I mean, right. I guess that could have always happened. Yeah. And because this is a show, and you know, we do acknowledge production sometimes, if there was a guy that was a little bit on the fence, of course they're going to exploit it. Yeah, we see that happening with Logan. We do. We'll get that to get to that in a second. Um, but I guess Tristan, my question to you is about the structure. Don't you feel like now we have we have got it? We do. I, I just feel like it took like it's been a little hard to watch to to this point for me, just because of the lack of structure or format and. Um, I, I just feel like there would have been less hurt feelings. Uh, we could have saved all of that. And mind you, I, I said this to you yesterday. I get it. This is a television show. They are trying to get people to continue to watch. It's been on for almost 20 years. Yeah. They, they need to change things up, yeah. right? I get it. I just feel bad for the girls that they're kind of like the guinea pigs in this situation. Yeah. Y- they're supposed to have one job, and that is to find love. Right. And they have kind of two jobs right now, right. which is navigating this unique situation. And worrying about their friend, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I just feel like there are a lot of different variables that didn't have to be part of the equation. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's take a quick break before we get into Gabby's date card. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So, like, how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level. 
with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I... I do like need to do it, <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit, and it's so much better than shaving. They also have like. Um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so Team Gabby gets their date card. By the way, I like the way that they have different parts of the ship. <laughs> Why do I think that's cool? <laughs> and each guy has their own lounge. Each, I know. Each team has their own lounge. No, I think it's cute, but I thought it was really funny when one of the guys was like, I can't remember which group it was. And he was like, and we can go out on the balcony if we want to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, it seems like we have more freedom here. I wonder if they have their own rooms. I'm sure. You think they each have their own rooms? Now, that's a luxury we never had. That's so true. You know that in uh, one city in Santa Fe, I had to share a bed with my two friends. A king bed. The three of us were in king bed. Stop it. Yeah. That's how it was. Well, technically, we got me a cot. Uh, We got me a cot, (laughs) and I put it next to the king bed. Oh, no. I had... We had twin beds. I never had to share a bed with anybody. Very nice. (laughs) Well, these guys are going on the date. Nate, Kirk, Quincy, Eric, Michael, Mario, Spencer, Johnny. And it says, love conquers all, but not without a fight. I'm reading that list of guy names. And I don't know if it's because of the season's format, but I don't know any. I know <laughs> I know Nate. Nate. I know Eric. Eric. I know Mario yep. and Johnny. But I can't okay, tell you who's who the others. Right? You know what? I can just because after this episode. Oh, good for you. This, I'm really bad with that names. Is the, I couldn't have told you if I didn't see them on this. I can. This so I can I can picture their faces when I read their name, uh-huh. but I wouldn't be able to pull up their, their name. name. Yeah, yeah okay, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a classic bachelorette date. The guys are going to box for love. Yes. And, you know, la, la, la. I basically dazed over it because everybody knows on this podcast that whenever there's like some like sort of sport event i'm like blah this tells me nothing <laughs> about you i did like how they had uh they had to tell her like profess their love oh yeah to her in the beginning that's cute that was that's sweet cute. yeah so the real t 
takeaway from this date is that it's Rachel, not even Gabby. It's not Gabby. <laughs> Rachel shows up with her guys and she sits next to Gabby as if like there's kind of like sitting on thrones, like they're gonna be the judges, right? right. Yeah. And the guys are gonna be the audience. But Rachel gets super duper upset that none of the guys are coming up to her as she sits with Gabby. And yeah. I'm like, girl, love you. But this is not the environment in which yeah. the guys think it's natural to come to right. you. So I will say, okay, so again, Ryan does not watch. He watched this episode. He turned to me and he said, okay, do you think Rachel's being too too sensitive? So sensitive, so dramatic. And I did say, I, I, I hate to like, say anything negative because it is such a pressure cooker. I know exactly what's going on. So you say what you're going to say. And then I just want the audience (laughs) to know that we like have, we're going to defend her in a second. For sure. I I, like, I, I don't, I hesitate to say this kind of stuff, but I do feel like she was being overly sensitive. She was especially after her date with Tino. Exactly. Like, so first off again, girl, think Tino, Tino, Tino. Exactly. Don't even worry about these buffoons. Right. And then, I'm thinking, okay, this is ridiculous, but I know that if I were in this situation, I'd probably be reacting the way that she's (laughs) reacting. And she definitely is going through this, like a kind of like a pity me thing. And it's like what we all do. I'm not, you know, bashing on her for it. When you get like rejected or you have a sad moment and then you're also like in another moment where you're like, wait a second, this isn't going the way that I thought. Then like all those things pile up in your head. And you're like, wait a second. Nobody wants me. <laughs> and she's probably not gotten any sleep. No. And they just traveled. Yeah. Like all of these things. There are so many things happening. It is a pressure cooker of stress. Yeah. So I get it. But what I want to say is I wanted to reach through the television and be like, remember Tino. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. And remember Zach from last exactly. week. All you need in this world right now for right. you, Rachel, is Zach and Tino and decide between the two of them. Exactly. And and then, you know, a couple other guys really kind of uh, rise through. up. Yes. Yeah. I will say I thought it was a missed opportunity for those guys to not have sought her out because there are every single season there's an episode like that where one guy especially like, lately. Yeah. Like I remember it vividly with Michelle. Right. It seems like a pattern that like now they're trying to create is like the why don't they pull me aside moment. Right. Like, come on. Like, but I do think it was a missed opportunity by the guys. And I think they realized that when they saw her. Upset. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then we have okay, Gabby goes on like that one on one small date. Yep. With I love the fact that the cruise ship gives them a place for all these little one on ones in one spot. This is probably like totally. the easiest for like the scouting team. Oh. But I was just. Dis- disappointed that we get one date in France. You guys go to Paris and you get get one date in there and then the rest is on a docked cruise ship. I thought that too. But what I do wonder is I wonder if they're traveling to the next location and they were at sea. Wow. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Yeah. Cause I thought that too. I was like, they're freaking in Paris. Why are they sitting on the cruise ship? But I bet they're at sea going to another location. It probably makes everything so much easier. They don't have to go to airports, the whole crew and all that. What did they pretend like you guys, what did they pretend that you guys were? Um, We were supposed to be like a dance squad when we traveled. If people (laughs) asked us, if people were like, Oh my gosh, like so many cute girls. Like, what are you guys doing? And we're supposed to be like, we're a dance team. So going back to my season, we didn't travel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, they didn't do that back then. We went to, I went to Hawaii with Alex, but like just me. Oh, it, yeah, okay. it was like, we each traveled okay. individually. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. So Gabby and Spencer, their date. Oh, no, no, yeah. They talk about being, um, military. having military backgrounds. Yeah. yeah. Which is really nice, but we don't get like a whole ton. Like it's not the really most memorable moment. No, I don't. I don't see Spencer. No, Spencer is like, long. maybe he'll, I, I don't, we're already down to five guys. It's crazy. Okay. Five guys each. Right. So, I mean, like, is Spencer even going to make it through to next week? I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. So then we um, got to go to Rachel's group date, which happens after she talks to the men about being all upset. Yeah. This is juicy. <laughs> this was the weirdest thing ever. I, I say this is juicy 
that's not the right word. This was cringy. Oh, this is cringy. I know this is so cringy. Do we even this was say all cringy of it was cringy. anymore? Yeah, like, of course. I, okay, cringy is the word then for this episode. I, when I was thinking, ju- I, I'm sorry, I said juicy thinking that we were going to yes. talk about the whole um, Rambo thing, but no, all we're good. not there yet. That was no. the, uh, that was like the cocktail party dating. Right. Not the group date. The group date is when she oh. brings the guys into this room with romance experts in Paris. <laughs> oh, so we did have that. Okay, so they went to some like castle yes. they had romance experts okay it wasn't the only they were in the france yeah still. they were still in france. okay okay but, so we got a little but, something but you know anyway that when they opened with those two kissing i was oh like, my god that was I'm the grossest sorry. kissing i've seen in, it was like 1980s movie kissing if you guys go back and watch 1980s movie kissing it was like that and it's gross no no i literally <clears> that <throat> it started with that those two kissing yeah. like the experts and i was like these people are not experts no, this is <laughs> i'm so not taking any advice gross. from them <laughs> And this then, from a girl who ate Chris Souls's face <laughs> on a balcony once, but you know, forget about that. And then they proceeded to have all the guys like there were a bunch of like, oh, they were kissing their, their hands. hands. Oh my god, French kissing their hands. Oh, I wanted to die. Disgusting. Disgusting. It made the armpit smelling like actually oh, fine. That, right? Like armpit <gasps> smelling, sure. Making out with your hand in front of everybody, uh-uh. so cringy. Why were <sighs> the guys so bad at flirting? Oh yeah, what was that? Well, I mean, I, I think it's given. Okay, she said. Guy's f- well, first she was wrong. The expert, quote quote, said that flirting is with your body language, not with words. That is absolutely not true. That's called totally. body language. You're right. Not. You're so yeah, that's right. Body language. Flirting is with your voice. One hundred percent. The conversation yes, between the you banter. Two. Like yes, I guess there could be like flirting if you're like grabbing someone's ass or just flirtatious body language but when we think of flirting we think of totally if you're first meeting someone yeah 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 yeah. thousand percent no No, as a married couple jared might like tap me on the butt and i'd be like whoa right 100 (laughs) percent. yeah no i thought that date overall was i kept saying i would have been mortified to be on this date Oh my gosh. Mortified. 1000%. <laughs> like all of it. All I of just, it. Uh-uh. Um, uh-uh. Th- but I do want, there's like one moment that there was, okay. So back to like the flirting and the body language, I was thinking like, why is this so awkward? And I'm like, I guess because like they have to go up and like with their body right. in it front was, of all this, all right. these people, like be, I don't know. That was, I, she didn't seem into it. Like she truly seemed totally. turned off. Like right. she seemed like she was getting the icks by. How can you not? I know. She's like, oh God, I don't like I mean, these in guys. person. Yeah. Like we were getting the icks yeah. watching it. Yeah. If you're there live in person. Huge, uh-uh. All huge turnoffs. Uh, <laughs> and, it, and it actually worked against their relationships. Like Zach was on this date. Yeah. And they have a really strong relationship. Oh my gosh. And it seemed like she wasn't even into I Zach. I know. I know. <clears throat> I was uh, alarmed for I that. I did not like In my head, date. he's runner up. Yeah. 100%. I, d- I did not like this See, date if at all. I, now, n- if this had date happened <gasps> and she got emotional, then I'd be like, you know what? You should get emotional because you like none of them. Right. But, <laughs> but, but I will. Ba- let's back up though, because huh. Tyler really stepped up. I like Tyler him a does lot. Not, I'm stealing this illusion from one of the Bachelor Instagram accounts. Okay. But like, is he not somebody from a Disney Channel original movie? He totally he is. He looks like a little Disney star. He does, but I like him. And I, I love that he <clears throat> is all in for Rachel. And it seems like he's ready. Like he went over with the word segment when he, he like had did. to declare like love. <clears throat> and, but not even that it was before that when he was, and this might not have been to Rachel, but when he was, um, telling everyone that he wanted to be with Rachel, like Rachel was his chosen one, not Gabby. Like, <clears throat> you, Oh yeah. Yeah. You know that's always I mean? nice. That's nice. I think he just, he knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's attractive. Mm-hmm. So she chooses him for the one-on-one date. He talks about a past relationship where he bought a house for them. And the girl was like, I can't be with you anymore. And he says that the unconditional love that he felt then when they were together was the best feeling. And he wants to give that to the right person. Yeah. And it's just like, it was like all was very, very sweet. sweet. And he did zoom to the top of um the list for me. He did. As one of Same. the more memorable guys. Yeah. For 
Rachel and then they kiss and it seems like she's like into it. It does. It, they have a great <clears throat> connection and chemistry. So mm -hmm. I, I really like them together. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then Jesse and Logan are talking, and then this is when the whole Logan drama oh. comes in. And I'm like, Logan, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's like you're not a front runner in either of these in either of these groups. Yeah, I don't and, think he is. And it's just, just like messing with for no reason. I well, you know, they're trying to throw in drama. But they're so trying you to know, throw it in. You know that he mentioned it and the producer's like, okay, let's build that up. He's like, wait a second. You may have feelings for Gabby. And it's like, yeah. well, how do you feel when Gabby walks into a room? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to explore this. <laughs> let's put those little seeds. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I think that, um, I don't think that Logan will last mm -hmm. that long mm -hmm. i don't think he'll be the end guy yeah um i do give him credit for being honest with himself if he truly is feeling that he likes gabby more than rachel i think that he should explore that and not give rachel um you know lead her later on later on exactly um so I don't know. We'll see how that all transpires. But of course, that was going to happen. You knew this was going to happen. It gave the audience such major anxiety because here she is crying <laughs> over these guys who aren't like pulling her aside during boxing. Right. And little does she know that one of the guys is considering going to the Gabby side. Exactly. Uh, uh, I was like, come on, let's not add to the pile now. And then, well, we'll let, let's wait until the end. No, yeah. overall, though. I am more interested in Gabby's story. I mean, in, in Rachel's storyline than Gabby's storyline. Do Why? you, what, um, I don't know. I guess because the connections that I'm feeling between her and Tino and Zach and last week, I just feel it. I just feeling this more. And yeah. I don't feel like this grand connection yeah. with Gabby. I do say that Jason, I'm now interested in the Jason thing. 100%. I, I think that it fluctuates for me. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like each episode, it's different. Or even different parts of the episodes well, there you are go. different. That's what keeps you interested. <laughs> and that's why I think the season is nice because yeah. there's it's constantly interesting. You're right. And and that's why that's why they did what they did mm -hmm. to get people talking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's okay because the show has been on for how long and we need to keep people interested. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. Um, so now Logan in the cocktail party. He's thinking it's time to come forward with the honest truth. Yes. And we're like, oh, God, not now. Right. <laughs> not now. Right. But I, I actually, he ends up accepting um, Rachel's rose. And I know it's going to backfire for him. But honestly, in the moment, I was like, thank you, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Because she couldn't handle it right now. Well, Give her a break. <laughs> you're right. Actually, I haven't thought about it like that. I thought, I mean, he's in a he's in a hard place because he does not have the opportunity or he did not have the opportunity to say anything mm -hmm. because they canceled because the there was some drama, party. which we will right. get to. Sorry about going out of order. Yes. So I, I, I do think he didn't have the opportunity or it would have been a, a big, like it would have blown up, Yeah, you know, and it would have taken time away from everybody, blah, blah, blah. But, um, the fact that he's there, for Gabby when he's in Rachel's pool is a little, it makes me feel a little icky. <laughs> I know. And you know that now that she's down to five, she's yeah. like, I could have given time to, was that jo was my Jordan? thought. Jordan? Yes. That was my thought is that why did you do that? Because then he could have stick, stuck around. I know it, that, that but, is, but what we really need to think about okay. and what I want the girls to have a reality check about is just like, you probably weren't going to take Logan or Jordan. True. You know, like those were your bottom two. That's what I hope. Yeah. That's what I hope so, is but, that but Jordan then, but, wasn't going to be I like know. her final two. I know, right? You know? But then Rachel even acknowledges this. She goes, even if I'm getting rejected by guys that I don't really see a future in, it's still getting rejected and that always hurts. Yes, so yeah, it's a big bruise to your ego. So it's not... And it's sometimes, and I think I've said this on the podcast in the past couple of weeks, but sometimes it hurts even more Yeah, to be rejected by somebody that you're not really into because you're like, not even you want me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Uh-huh. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So let's take a quick break because I really want to dive into this crazy man, Hayden, and the oh, cocktail party. Oh, yes. <laughs> 
What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) Or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, Say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I... I do, like, need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no. Ugh, the worst part of, like, the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like, there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit, and it's so much better than shaving. They also have, like... Um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. 
The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Hayden approaches. <laughs> I mean, I just have to sigh. Because, uh... Hayden, who already sucks, approaches um, Rachel with like, the moment that he really thinks he's going to open up. Mm-hmm. And that is the fact that his dog has cancer. And now what I don't like about this whole scene is that it's like belittling uh, the relationship that people have with their dogs. Yeah. And that their dogs aren't a part of the family. Like it makes it seem like dogs shouldn't be regarded as part of the family. Yeah. it's uh, And it's- that like we shouldn't be like super sad for this guy that like his loyal companion has cancer. Like yeah. I feel a lot for him. I and it's too. totally belittled here. Yeah. Like even when he leaves, it's like, yeah, I'm ready to go see him again. I want to find unconditional love. Like, I mean, I yeah. know it's supposed yeah. to be silly. Yeah. But like, also let's, I don't know. No, you know I what, I, you I, know I, what I, I mean? I totally, our, our dogs are part of our family. I, yeah. I, I would be heartbroken yeah. if I were him. So lots of love his way and yeah. I hope his dog is okay. Yeah. But, 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 <laughs> but, but, but at the same but, but, time, but. it is yeah. all ridiculous he, you know, comes with the photo album of his dog and tells what he's going through. And it starts to get a little bit, hmm, when he says, just letting you know, like, my dog is sick at home and I'm here for you. Yeah. That's when you're like, okay, well. You're not really. I mean. Because what did you just say yeah, about is, me? Yeah, uh-huh. it's just, it's starting to feel a little. Uh, and then he takes out the dog's radiation stuffy yes and that makes me feel really awkward because like my dog also my dog had i had one dog who had cancer and she had like her little thingies and mm, you just don't bring it on you just don't bring it on the date and the fact that you put it in your suitcase i know it's the fact that you put it in the suitcase he was like i'm gonna put this in my suitcase and show one of the bachelorettes this and tell them the story that is so cringy so cringy and what i was thinking also is wait a second you took the dog's toy away that's kind of like a comfort to the dog stop it and the dog is is supposedly going to be passing away soon and you took away a comfort for oh the dog gosh, like stop that's so that's cruel see then he's not there he this is all a farce i mean i we know it's we know it's all silly like it's it's silly and it's not silly you know i keep saying yeah. I, I, I hate him and yet i understand dog sadness we understand We're the not, sadness yeah. but don't use that in he's a using rela- yeah. he's using okay yeah. that thank you for saying that yeah. that's exactly what it is he's using his yeah. dog sickness as like some poor pity me type situation. I, I felt that way. Um, I, I, I feel sorry for 
the loss that he will be experiencing, but I don't think it's appropriate to bring it in at this point in the relationship. No, I don't know. No, absolutely not. And that was just my just, thought. It's just like, he's like, Hmm, I don't have a sad story about my family. Right. So I'm going to use my dog sickness yeah. as my pity story. Yeah. And then I, people are uh, going to feel for me. Then she's going to feel for me anyway. And then we, um, get interrupted by Tino, yeah. which I'm sure she's like, thank the Lord almighty. And, <laughs> And now Rahayden goes, I can't believe how rude it was that she that she accepted Tino um, when I was in the middle of such a conversation. Like if it were me, I would have been like, excuse me, I need a few minutes. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, but no, I did not think she was disrespectful. No, she wasn't. I didn't think so at all. I didn't think Tino was disrespectful in that situation. I think he just said they probably were in there for a while. Tino was like, I want to talk to her. Mm -hmm. And ask very nicely if he could interrupt. Mm -hmm. And then Rachel said, are you okay with that? Yeah. She didn't say, okay, well, we're done here. You yeah. know, she said, are you okay with that? Yeah. He could have said, can we have a couple more minutes or something? And then he held it against her later. I know. Uh-uh. No, it was not cool. Uh -uh. And then uh, Meatball comes in. And I'm liking Meatball in this moment. Uh -huh. There's a different- See, this is a, his role. I know. This, this is his role. <laughs> Everybody has a purpose, guys. So he comes in and he tells her exactly what he's been saying that we were mentioning earlier in the show. And she's fired up. Yeah. She goes and pulls him aside and she's like, you know what I'm going to talk to you about. And I love this moment. And he, she's like, what am I going to talk to you about? Yeah. And he's like, Rambo? And then she's like, are you kidding me right now? And he's like, I, I would have thought that you were pulling me aside to continue the Rambo conversation. To apologize for, yeah, to apologize oh, yeah, for taking my time away. Oh. And then she repeats all the things that he said. Um, and she says, can I walk you out? And then he gets walked out. Well, and he he denied everything that he was like, what are you talking about? I never said that. I'm like, um, play the it's tape. It's on tape. It's on <laughs> tape, dude. Wow. You are like really, really don't know how to play this game. Like you think you're knowing how to play this game. You really bad at it. You are on a television show. <laughs> everything, almost everything is yeah. recorded. So you don't think that that was recorded? I don't understand. I, I literally said to Ryan you know, when, when I knew we were going to do this, mm -hmm. I didn't know if this was the type of episode where you would bring someone from the show on. And I was like, I wonder if we're going to have to talk to Hayden. Oh God. no, <laughs> we, We're not there yet. I would, I'd be really cold. I was like, I, I don't know if I can talk to him. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I, I just, he's like, just bad vibes, guys. Bad, bad, bad vibes. I, I am not okay with someone who says something really rude and disrespectful like that and doesn't own up to it. No, he sounds like the kind of guy that like flirts with girls, thinks that he's like entitled to their affection You're and right. then goes and, and talks shit about them behind their back. Exactly. Yes. He's gross. Not a fan. Okay. Uh, then we get basically to the rose ceremony, which we've touched on already. Um, Gabby gives her first rose to Nate. Nate really seems like the front runner right now. I love with him. him. With her with her. I love yeah. him. Rachel to Avon. Really like Avon. He's I another person in the group that like we need to see more of yes. because he's like, okay, there's there's Tino, then there's Zach, there, uh, Zach and then there's Tyler. Avon for me. Tyler. Well, Tyler too. Yeah. I really like Aven. team. I really yeah. like team um Rachel. Yeah. Um then Gabby gives a rose to Eric, which uh we could talk about that, but we don't have enough time right now. Yeah. I think that I like Eric. I a lot. like Eric, but listen, she's like, remember last week? She was like, um, I if only I could be with a man like Eric. And I was like, girl, yeah. Just, well, are you serious? Yeah. How many times have I said girl in this podcast? <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. You you should be like I know. Eric. Needs, you know, like let's see if this guy deserves me, not the right. other way around. Uh yes, yeah. I agree. Rachel gives a rose to Meatball. Love it. Love to see it. <laughs> There's no love here, but you know he's fun to talk I to. I agree. Yeah. Gabby gives her rose to Johnny, which we've seen nothing from Johnny. Nothing. Nothing. He's been a mute. You know what, though? Is that indicative of the fact that he's going to last long? <laughs> yes. Um, we'll because see. I feel like in my during my season, we didn't see Ryan for a while either. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think that happens often. Yeah. Usually one. Uh, Rachel gives her rose to Zach. No surprise there. Gabby gives her rose to Michael. Uh, Michael, right. Yes. Uh, he's kind of 
someone I, that I, I don't okay, know I that don't well. Know yeah, I don't know him. <laughs> Rachel gives her rose to Ethan, who I also really don't know. Yep, he's the guy who crawled on the cringy date. Oh, okay. Mm, you mm. remember that? Yeah. Uh, all Then we go to the final roses. Gabby gives her rose to Mario. Interesting how Mario was a first impression rose. Then somebody, the two of them showed interest in, and now we're just not seeing anything I from know. him. I know, and he got the last rose yeah, last week like as well. Yeah, he's on the cusp. Yeah. So on the cusp. Yeah. And then Rachel gives her last rose to the controversial Logan. Logan says yes, and Rachel says, with intention, I'm so sorry, we didn't have time to speak, we'll be able to speak this week. Yes, Ugh. I know. That's a little heartbreaking. Oh. It's a little heartbreaking. That was heartbreaking. The guys that go home, Gabby uh, sends Quincy and Kirk home, and Rachel sends Jordan home, and next up, they are going to Belgium. Yes. All right. I Anything? think. Is Any it Belgium? F- um. Anyway. Any yes. final uh, things to say that you don't think we covered? I think we covered, I think we covered. all of it. Yeah. I mean, I... I am always a fan. I watch every single season. I've watched every single episode of every single spinoff, blah, blah, blah. But this this season, I don't know. I'm, ju- I'm going to continue to watch. I just, I just hope that because they have defined the groups now, that it won't be as messy. Well, we know it's going to be messy next week. With well, true. You're right. So we've got to get past Logan. That's okay. And That's okay. That's kind of, that was expected messiness. Okay. Okay. Do you Some know what guy I mean? had to switch teams. Some guy had to. <laughs> we wouldn't have a, you know, a or bachelor, some kind you know. of confusion, yeah. you know, about who he wanted to be yeah. with. Do you foresee each of girl bringing home four guys? Because I don't. That's eight hometowns, and I don't think they're no. going to do eight hometowns. No, I especially think gonna, because they're with five right now. They're not yeah, going to. They're not ready. They're not going to get there. They're definitely not ready. No. I say that each girl brings their final two home. I I bet you're right. Or they bring the family out to Europe or whatever. Well, and... Oh, so they... Yeah, wait, wait, wait. How are they going to do this? Maybe both families come at the same time. Like the girl's family and the guy's family. They're all going to have like a powwow. Do they... Do they stay on the cruise ship? I don't know. I think they stay on the cruise ship for like two weeks of filming time. So that's a little... Uh, oh, I, that, I but not the whole time. Like they end up somewhere yeah, yeah, at the end. Like the finale is not going to be like on where Jack and Rose do yes. their thing. <laughs> now, huh, holy shit, don't tease me with a good time. <laughs> yeah. Because that would be my ultimate bachelor proposal. Like, don't you want that? <laughs> <laughs> I would be extremely <laughs> jealous. Extremely. I'd be like, Jared... Why didn't you do that? And then Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. shows up <laughs> to, find, to, to hand out the final rose. Yeah, Gabby, exactly. Rachel, this is your final rose. <laughs> amazing, amazing. All right, let's go through some quick Bachelor headlines. Uh, first up, Tyler Cameron sheds light on why he clashes with Matt James' girlfriend, Rachel oh, Cardano. Yeah. Who knew this? I, I mean, nobody until now. I know. <laughs> so I don't know why he's addressing it. <laughs> Shedding light. I don't either. So what? Uh, watch what happens live. He was on Watch What Happens Live. Um, well, they have a love two hate of relationship. Them have definitely been on Watch What Happens Live. Oh yeah, look at that. He says on yeah. He said on Watch What Happens Live. Um, that there was a love-hate relationship, and now he's clarifying, okay, what this means. He says, I think people think that Matt and I aren't friends because we're not in each other's everyday lives the way we used to be. Um, Aw. That's true, but, like, you know, you grow up and you get in relationships. The two of them used to hang out as single bros. Exactly. He says, I think it's part of growing up and entering a relationship. So exactly what I said. Um, And then he said, we all have those friends that you grow up, they start dating somebody, they get married, they do your thing, and you see him when you see him. Yeah, it's called, again, growing up. Being an adult. Uh Uh-huh. And then as far as the Rachel thing... He says, where does he say that? He says, I definitely, I was going through my own shit. We just have our own ways of clashing. I don't like listening to people sometimes. And she's strong and has a really good opinion. This isn't, I thought this was like a joke. Like, oh yeah, we kind of, oh no, I actually do. Um, But you know what? Sometimes you just don't have like, the greatest relationship with your friends, significant others. That sucks. It does for, for everyone involved, because then the friends can't hang out. And I mean, hopefully they can be adults and and be civil and hang out yeah. when they are all together as yeah. a group. And it doesn't affect Tyler and Matt's relationship that much. But I also don't want it to affect Matt and Rachel's relationship. Yeah, I don't think it'll affect Matt and Rachel's relationship. They've gone through it all. True. They've survived yes, it all. You're right. 
let's just read this quote verbatim because it is quite juicy. I don't like listening to people sometimes, um, Tyler says, and she's strong and she has really good opinions on a lot of things. And sometimes I don't want to hear it. Um, he also says that he knows that Rachel always means well and is a really good person who's a really good match for Matt. There's tension. And there is I kind definitely of, tension. I kind of like. want to know more. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, Katie Thurston joins Raya. I'm like, I don't even know how to pronounce split. that. I know, Raya, Raya. <laughs> it's the dating app for like celebrities and influencers and like Hollywood Got creatives. It. Hollywood creatives. Okay. She said, I can't even make a friend. She said, Have you guys heard of the dating app Raya? It's supposed to be like an elite dating app that you have to be like apply to get on and get approved, blah, blah, okay. blah. She goes, I was like, I'll apply now. And then six from six months from now, I'll start dating. Well, they approved me right away, right away. Wasn't ready to be approved, um, but that's fine. And then she goes, but then I match with someone and we're talking and then I get unmatched. What does that mean? She goes, just for friends. What does that mean? That means she got, how do you got unmatched? Do, do they, does that mean they can like, oh, no, diss no, no. You that's and- funny. Okay. So she ended up deciding to use the app for finding friends instead. So even though she was talking to someone, she ended up just being like, oh. oh, hey, we matched, but guess what? I'm just here for friends. Oh, got it. Okay. But now she says that she's having a hard time finding friends on the app. Yeah. I, I'm- no, don't, you don't have to go, Katie. I think that you don't have to. There's no rush. I don't think. Yeah, no rush. But also, I feel like you have good friends. I don't know if you have to go on a dating app for friends. A yeah. Raya for friends. I don't know. And she's 31. I, I think there's there's no rush. She's fine. She's hopefully she's fine. She's Do you fine. know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Hopefully she can make a friend in real life mm-hmm. and not just on Raya. Raya, mm-hmm. whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final headline. Rachel Lindsay defends keeping Brian's the, her marriage with Brian private post-bachelorette. So she's on Instagram, and she's always like, people are always asking her, where's Brian? And so she got on Instagram, and she said that, like, they're just trying to keep their relationship private. Um, dim the spotlight a little bit on that. She said that she talks about when they're going to have babies or the timeline on that on her blog, honestly, Rach. But now she wants to talk about the question, where's Brian's? She gets it all the time. And she says, let me be frank. Brian is none of your business. I am joking. Well, half joking. However, she understands that there's a curiosity between, you know, the relationship since it did start on reality TV she goes, in reality television, in that world, it's designed for your relationship to fail. We survived and we came out on top. So quite naturally, the audience wants to know what we're doing, if we're okay, and what the what's next for our future. They want the love story to still play out um, for their public perception. But our contractual public story ended on August 7th, 2017. At that point, we decided we wanted con- we wanted to control the future of our relationship. Up until that point, the confines of our relationship were determined for us. Now we're free, and we jointly decided to pull away from the public eye to build a strong, solid foundation. And we successfully did that. So it is interesting to me that people want to define the success and happiness of our relationship by the number of social media posts, comments, likes, and stories that we post. I I mean I will say Ryan and I from kind of the get go were were I, we didn't have social media yeah Let's at least clarify that yeah so there wasn't the um the pressure to post anything about your relationship yeah. I know that this happened to I feel like this happened to Caitlin a little bit ago where she was kind of defending why she hasn't posted anything with Jason yeah. lately or whenever yeah. it was. You know, it comes up and people, because people just want to know, people are curious, like she said. Um, and she did say social media is not a reflection of reality. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't post that much. You know, I do, but I, but I don't comparatively. I understand not having to like prove to everyone that you're right. happy. Agreed. Agreed. I I feel like there's a little bit of defensiveness in there. So I hope that they're not in a bad place. I think they're fine. I think Rachel just doesn't want like to, I don't think she wants to be part of the franchise at all anymore. And I think that she's probably saying like, and my relationship was founded on the franchise. So therefore I don't even want to show off anything 
that happened from it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, it is time for us to wrap. Trista, this is so much fun doing with I you. Like, I love doing it with you so much. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you for, you know, coming on here and doing our spinoff show, which is Almost Famous OGs. It's Trista and Bob Guinea, and they talk about old seasons of The Bachelorette and, they, <laughs> and Bachelor, and they have um, OG guests that maybe you've forgotten about, and then you're going to be like, oh my God, I love them. <laughs> so good to hear from it's them. It's really fun. We yeah. have a good time. So make sure that you guys uh, check that out if you are longtime viewers of the franchise. We love you so much. We and do. we'll talk to you later this week. Uh, until then, I've been Ashley. I've been Trista. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.